The Cappuccino Podcast brought to you in association with Tactical Solutions. For all your tactical solutions, check them out at www.tactical.co.nz. It's that time again, so grab yourself a cup of joe and get ready for the Cappuccino with Constable Brian. So my guest today for the cappuccino, last one for 2022, uh, the angel on the cappuccino Christmas tree and frequent guest, Bestie, uh, Wilhelmina Trimpton. Bestie. There you go. Oh, welcome. Bless. Right. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Speed round for Christmas. Speed round. Here we go. I promise I'm trying to be speedy. This is one word answers, right? No, this is any, as oh, many okay. as you want. Oh, okay. But I just want. have to do it fast. Yeah. Yep. No, okay. okay. Uh, Christmas. Stressful or not? Uh, a bit of both. Okay. Right. I what? know that doesn't help. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> That's a question. Well, it, depends on, it depends on um, the type of Christmas. This podcast, if you're organising it, yes. Yeah. If you're not, no. Okay, cool. Right. What's the one thing you look forward to the most about Christmas? Spending time with family there and delicious food. Yeah, good week. Uh, turkey roll. Turkey roll. <laughs> I love turkey a turkey roll. roll. Okay, yeah. how I roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as long as the turkey doesn't. Right, here we go. Uh, who would make the best Santa if you had to cast Santa in a movie? Oh. Lloyd. <laughs> I'm just joking. Lloyd Bird, I that's just think cool. he'd be so jolly. All right, all good. Uh, what's the one song? <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. He can... <laughs> Lloyd's going to hear this and go, what the... Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. What's the one song that gets you up at a Christmas party always to dance to? <gasps> Oh, I'd probably, I think the first thing that comes to mind is probably Groove Amada, Super Styling. And they actually played last weekend, and I couldn't go because I had stitches in the back of my leg, so I didn't think that was very sensible. But Groove Amada, Super Styling, I always used to put it on the day after I finished my last exams at university and high school. Which is just like grooving. last week anyway, wasn't it? Yes, so yeah. <laughs> I wish. So yeah. It's kind of my grooving celebration song. Nice, good week. What's the one song you always sit down for at a Christmas party? Oh, probably, oh, is it controversial? Toto Africa or something like that, you know, like the slow, the, the slow old school bangers, yeah, yeah, you know. So, tragically, I'm going to say, I've <laughs> seen uh, a couple of the members of Toto live in concert. That is probably one of the best songs I've ever heard, live in concert. Then they had everybody singing. They had some guy called Ringo Starr playing on the drums. I'm more too. of an electronic dance. Yeah, 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 beat, yeah. Flashing lights, yeah. Flashing lights, There you go. All right. Okay, so let's kick it off uh, with a. Annual review of the year, but a few sort of Christmas, Christmassy type questions as well. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No, it's just set at Christmas time. See, I'm <laughs> going to have to completely disagree with you here. I had this argument with my wife last night. Not only is it set at Christmas time, there's also a few Christmas hints in it as well. Uh, so Bruce Willis's wife's name is Holly. Ah. ah during the movie, right? Um, it also has a man sort of coming off the roof of a building as well. Like Santa? Correct. Yeah, so, there a chimney involved? No, but hey, look, it's all good. Uh, right, what's the best surprise you've had in 2022? Best surprise I've had? I think it's getting my confidence back. Yep. Um, I thought it had disappeared and getting it back in this wonderful new role at Today FM has been a big surprise for me because I haven't felt this good in a while. Wells is back with a mojo. Good week. Uh, what is the best Christmas song of all time? 
Lastly, you said anything to do with the velvety tones of Ben, ben Crosby, despite hailing on Toto, it's Africa. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, but Ben Crosby by the Christmas tree is different to Ben Crosby <laughs> on so, a dance floor. Yeah, it's just saying. Um, maybe, okay, I'll have to draw inspiration from one of my mum's favourites and Little Drummer Boy. That was always her favourite. There you go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Should we have next year a Mar- Mariah and Michael Bublé free Christmas? Absolutely not. Whew, okay, no, gonna, no way. You're going to have to agree to disagree They here. started defrosting about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This yeah. is the, their one time to shine. It's yeah. like how Frankie Stevens always comes out every year at Christmas in the park. Back. It's just like Michael Bublé and Mariah. You've got to have them. They're cryogenically frozen. For, <laughs> it's not Christmas yeah, without yeah. them. Yeah, okay, right. Um, so here's the one for you. When do you stop exercising at Christmas and when do you start exercising back in the new year? It's changed every year for me. Yeah. A couple of, and I know that I'll probably, people will probably be like, oh, loser, but um, <laughs> I did a couple of workouts, or well, just one workout on Christmas morning for the past couple of Christmases. I don't know, for me, it's about a mental health thing. Yep. And I haven't been able to go to the gym the past week because I've had those stitches yeah. in the back of my leg. And I've really gone a bit batty. And um, I really rely on it to kind of just give me a sense of schedule. And it just makes me feel good. So I know people will be like, loser, why are you exercising <laughs> so, on Christmas morning? So, but some morning, some Christmas mornings they don't. Right. So, so mental note, Mr. Shrimpton, if you're listening, um, well, I mean, it would like <laughs> a set of push-ups for Christmas, not a present or anything else. No, um, definitely jewellery underneath the, the Yeah, yeah. So. How much fun are you having at your new job at Today FM? Because... Uh, Nominated for the New Zealand Podcast Awards, I saw that, yeah, yeah, Uh, MVS, can't be there obviously when you've got an audience of four like I have, but that's all good, Um, but yeah, I mean you're doing First Light uh, for replacing Tova sometimes, Um, you're doing obviously your dance-offs with Lloyd in the afternoon, Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there, just so that we can start the momentum here, Um, I know that Dancing with the Stars is not coming back next year. I don't, know if it, I don't know if it is or if it isn't, but if it is, mm. what about Lloyd Bird and Wilhelmina Shrimpton as a dance pair? Just throwing it out there. You know. oh, it would be amazing. Yeah. Interpretive dance. Yeah, yeah. Interpretive Ridiculous, dance. kooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Break dancing with plenty of the break. We are yeah. a huge vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In your own world. Yeah, uh, yeah. So how's that? Has it been lots of fun? You're obviously having lots of fun there. And, I do. I yeah. love it. It's such a wonderful supportive environment i have the best teammates i get to host shows and you know take ministers to task or have fun interviews and i also get to do these incredible investigative documentaries and the podcast which has now become a video documentary yeah, like yeah. this one was on ram raiders and i was really really proud of that and i've got another one coming out very soon, and um, no, I'm just, I'm just so happy, and like you said before, I found my manager again. So. And possibly had the best podcast title for clickbait I've ever seen in my entire life. Wilhelmina Shrimpton, the core selling sex. Oh, yes, yeah. I know, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hang on, what? Yeah. Should, yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, okay, right, uh, changing the topic completely. The best movie of the year for you has been what? Best movie of the year... Trying to think, there's mm-hmm. been quite a few. Mm-hmm. Can I just? Oh, I was going to say, can I just say the one that I've most recently seen? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw Black Panther the other day. Okay. Yep. Um, oh. I don't know if I'd, I'd say it was the best movie of the year, but it was pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. the first one that comes to mind. I'm going to go with 
Elvis, because Austin Butler was amazing. Oh, actually, no, I, have to, no yep. I have to agree with you there. If he yep. doesn't win an Oscar, there's something he wrong with that. He was incredible. He yeah. just became Elvis. The, yeah. the mannerisms, the moves, the Scary. voice. The, no, I think I have to agree yep. with you on that one. And uh, the Batman, because I'm, you know, I'm a comic book fan, but when they cast Robert Patterson, I went, oh my God, this is going <gasps> to suck. But it actually was really, really good. Um, you didn't like it, did you? The no, no, I did, but in all fairness, you barely saw Robert Patterson's face. Yeah, well, exactly. The entire yeah, yeah, time. So yeah. th- there were moments yeah. in the scenes you'd get the shot and be like, oh, that's right, it's yeah, our yeah, Patterson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Should we stop multiple credits at the end of the Marvel Universe movies? For me, it's a big yes. Oh, 100% agree. Every time I go to the movies with my husband, he makes me watch right till the end. It drives me insane. It's five minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back. True. And there's always two teasers, or he says there's two teasers, and a couple of times there's only been one midway through and then you get to the end and it just says spider-man or the hulk or whatever returns and i look at him with my evil eye and go then again that's five yeah. minutes of my life i will never the, get back the hulk may return but wilhelmina will not uh yeah uh, do it like deadpool did stick it in the corner there's nothing here go home see you later uh yeah binge watch what's been your favorite binge watch of 2022 euphoria and which is uh, neon, which is on, I think it's an HBO, mm-hmm. but it's a neon series. Um, it's kind of at the modern day Skins, which was a series about 10 or 15 years ago that I loved. That was awesome to binge watch. And then I probably isn't binge watching, but I'm obsessed with it, The White Lotus, which they're actually drip feeding episode by episode um, every Monday at the moment. And I'm just, I, I, that series is so good. The actors are phenomenal. The storylines are great. Um, I cannot wait for next week's episode. Boom. Uh, for me, it's got to be Ted Lasso. Just amazing. Um, even if you don't like football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just a really, really good TV show. And um, I've got to say, it's one of those shows that you watch and you go, why don't we have more TV programs like this? Because it's incredible. Mm. Uh, okay, not binge watching, but what's been the series of the year that you just made you sort of go, huh, that was way better than I thought it was going to be or something that's kind of surprised you out of the gate again probably the white lotus normally second seasons are never as good as first seasons and I actually think that the second season may even be slightly better than the first I mean they're both so good but yeah that definitely surprised me uh for me it's got to be Star Trek Brave New Worlds uh really really good I did not expect it to be that good I'm a bit of a Star Trek fan but it it's really good uh like I I've heard a couple of people say, wow, that's like probably the best out of all of them. So that's all good. Um, what's been the TV program that you've watched? A sequel, a series two, a three or a four, where you've gone, yeah, perhaps it's time for them to finish now. <laughs> oh, series two, series three. You know, there are a lot of series <laughs> <laughs> yeah. quite like yeah. that, that are yeah. just completely overdo it. Not that I'm watching it, but I can't believe that Grey's Anatomy is still going. It's yeah. about 17 <clears throat> series now, know, 19 yeah. series mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one that wasn't a sequel, um, that one that I was expecting to be really good was The Watcher on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It has um, Naomi, Naomi, is it Naomi Watts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the blonde one mm-hmm. who's in King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really good. The shorts made it look phenomenal. And oh my goodness, Tank. the twist at the end was not very good. Yeah, uh, for me, it's got to be Stranger Things. Oh. We're still doing it. It's getting kind of creepy now because we've got kids who are in their mid twenties playing teenagers, mm. and without ruining it too much, we got to the last episode. We all sat there and went, "Oh my god, this looks like Spaceballs: The Quest for More Money." Because mm. there's another season coming soon. Uh, so yeah, so that's a big no for me. 
and on that note, Riverdale is another one, which is a Netflix series, which it's, it started off as just, you know, like a murder mystery in a yeah. high school, right? Yeah. And then six seasons down, yeah. it's about witchcraft and yeah. wizardry, and it's 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 just it's just like they're trying to milk it for all it's worth because it did so well in the first couple of seasons. And the storylines are just out the gate. Yeah. And um, it's just too far gone now. Yeah. Well, yeah. well wouldn't you? It'll be, probably come back as a reality TV show. Probably. Um, what's been the best fiction book of the year? Oh, I really enjoyed it. It's a Jacqueline, Jacqueline Bublitz one, Before You Knew Her Name. It's, again, kind of a, a murder mystery, Me Too kind of storyline. Um, good twist. Really beautifully written. I really, really enjoyed it. Good on you as well, because last year... You went, I don't read too many fiction books, so... That was my, one of my New Year's resolution. Boom, there you go. More. There you go. Uh, best, for me, it's got to be uh, Red Mist by Ant Middleton. Um, Mallory, his character, is really, really good. If you're looking for a good uh, action hero book that isn't Jack Reacher, because, let's be honest, Jack Reacher should have been retired a few years ago. Um, yeah, it's like a Christmas tradition now. New Jack Reacher book. Um, oh, so that's another series that... Yeah, kind of yeah, probably, up. yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, well, look, when the author's... Um, co-writing a book with his brother, then it's kind of generally time for it to go, I guess. Um, what's been your best non-fiction book in 2022? It's one that I've just finished, and it's actually written by, it's an autobiography by Emily Ratajkowski. So she's a model slash actress. She was, for people who don't know who she is, she was one of the girls in the Blurred Lines video with Robin Thicke. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And seeing her and seeing her career, um, I did not expect this from her. She's written this entirely herself. It's a collection of essays throughout her life. It's called My Body. And it's sort of about um, her experience in terms of how she's perceived and stereotyped based on what she looks like. And it's just beautifully written, um, lots of relatable content. I was really, really blown away. And now I look at her in a completely different way. And mm. I think, yeah, I think it's a really important read for a lot of women. That's interesting because I saw a television interview with the girls that were the backup singers slash musicians for Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love video. You remember mm. that one? Mm. And they were very much the same it's like we took it on as a modeling job it became bigger than being here mm. yeah uh interesting times and for it, me gone and it plays into the whole and i wrote an opinion piece on this earlier this year it was don't judge a woman don't judge a book by its cover and don't judge a woman by her dress and i feel like there are a lot of people who misconstrue what someone could be like or um they strip back their authority or they they take away their seriousness based on how they dress or what they look like and i think it's a really important message and it really plays into that and we shouldn't do that not wrong so here's your quote of the year from ted lasso slash walt whitman the famous american poet be curious not judgmental yeah exactly um for me it's got to be fanboy uh, the wall again by ant middleton a uh, really good book at getting rid of the mental block uh that you sometimes get with exercise or your mental processes or anything else who's the next james bond because it's got to be this time last year daniel craig uh, was out in the very last James Bond. Still the best James Bond for me. Yeah. But who's the next one in your opinion? I can't get past Daniel Craig. Well, you're going to have to because he's not I coming back. I just can't see yeah. an era without Daniel Craig. Yeah. He's just, he's un unexpectedly great, you know? Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, Robert Pattinson? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. He won't be able to <laughs> I wear don't, the back mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's too busy being Batman. Yeah. Um, I know, and I know that there was talk about a female James Bond. Yeah, which which I don't buy. I don't, I don't buy no. it either. I'm like, if you want a female James Bond, make a new character. Uh, th 
there's plenty of scope there. Yeah, uh, exactly. For me, it's got to be Tom Hardy, I think. Oh, yeah. There you wait, go. Wait, he's, he's the guy who's got the scar through the eyebrow? Am I, am I, am I thinking? Uh, he is Bane and Batman, uh, the Jewish leader in Peaky Blinders, if you watch Peaky Blinders. I think, you know what? When you said to me, which, who do you think should be the next Dame Bond? James Bond. Oh, yes! It is him, and I couldn't remember what his name there you was. Go. Boom. And his face popped into my mind. So Yeah, I like him. He's okay. very sexy. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, right, anyway. Uh, yeah, nah, well, no, probably not, but they look. Each to their own. Yeah, uh, your biggest regret for 2022. Mine might just have been that last comment, but carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My biggest regret for 2022. You know what? I don't think I have any regrets. Yeah. Nice, good work. I've had a really great year. Uh, and I'm much the same. I don't do regrets anyway. Ply them forward. Um, I'm too stupid to quit. As, no regrets. Yeah. You know, like that yeah, no regrets. Yeah, 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 no regrets. Yeah. Uh, what's been your biggest high five moment for 2022? And that can be anything that you went fist bump at or yeah, nailed it or done this. That's amazing. There's been quite a few this year. Um, lots of highlights. You know, building a station from the ground up and being part of that team is... It, and that obviously stretches across the whole year and being part of this wonderful project that we call Today FM. Mm -hmm. But I think the main standout for me has to be my first, and I know I had the podcast series, The Core, and that was just the podcast. And then for season two, the first episode, we decided from now on to do it as a video documentary. And I did this 30-minute um, documentary on Ram Raiders. And I interviewed two Ram Raiders, one a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old, and they really opened up to me and trusted me with their story and explained to me what led them to those moments to do Ram Raids. And it was um, a real privilege to tell that story. And as, you know, after 13 years as a journalist, it's probably the the proudest I've ever been of a story, which is massive. Um, yeah, it is, because, like, a lot, let's be honest, most journalists, you do a story, and then three weeks later, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah okay, cool, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's also the podcast. I found it, I've got to be honest, I sat there and found it a little bit confronting. There were lots of hmms and bitings of lips and everything else, but it's always good to hear the other side of the story. Yeah, and that's yep. the thing, is I think we've heard a lot from talking heads and a lot from spokespeople, and I think no one had really given um, these kids the airtime to share their point of view. Yep. And whether you agree with it or not, I think it was really important, and I think it did change a lot of people's opinions. Yep. Um, and yeah, just re really, really proud of it, which is a lot, because I've done a lot of stories in my time. Nice. So more of those to come. Uh, for me, I'm going to have to say, I think I would probably go the Black Ferns victory. Nice. Uh, just the way that it's lit this country up for women's rugby. I used to coach women's rugby. I used to coach a, a girls a college team for about five or six years at Otahu. Um, and I know a number of the old Black Ferns. Apologies, Anna and Rochelle. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just been really nice to see them actually be recognised. Having known some of the girls that went over in the 90s and the early 2000s where they were fundraising to go to World Cups um, and buying T-shirts for family members that had Black Ferns on them from their own money oh, wow. uh, so it's been yeah, quite incredible to watch them. I hope that this flips the sporting world on its head and brings in more yeah, equality because yeah. for so long and for way too long there's been so much inequality between men's and women's and not just men's and women's but between rugby and all other sports because yep. I feel like the only thing that's funded really is New Zealand cricket and New Zealand rugby yep. and we have such a long way to go and I really hope that this changes opinion and New Zealand rugby really needs to be paying attention. So you need to go back one and listen to the 
podcast that's going to come out this Friday um, with Anna Richards, who's known as the greatest of all time, Black mm. Fern. Uh, and we're here and I sit down and go, women's rugby, where's it going to next? Uh, anyway, there's a the sales pitch. Uh, overseas trip planned for 2022? Uh, would love to go to the States. Um, Which state are the States? Which state of the states? Yeah, the good state. No. <laughs> yeah, the good state. <laughs> the good state. state yeah. So, um, we really want to plan a maybe a three week trip to. I'd love to go to LA, San Fran, Vegas, over to New York, where one of my best friends lives. She has been living in New York for about eight years. Um, so I'll get the full New Yorker experience. You will. Yep. Um, and we're hoping to do that maybe middle of the year. It'd be great to be there for Fourth of July. Cool. Yeah, I was um, gonna. Yeah, we'll see how we go. <laughs> It'll be good fun. Yeah, good fun. Right, uh, give me a phone call. I'll give you a couple of Vegas tips as well. Uh, for me. Uh, and most of my Canadian buddies know this. February, March, I'm up to Canada on my police fellowship. Uh, sounds like lots of fun. It is going to be lots of fun. Uh, when I get to Calgary, the average temperature is going to be around about minus 25 to minus 37. Mm. That'd be awesome. Uh, what's been the biggest fail this year, you think, out of everybody that's you've seen, watched, observed? What's been the big moment where you've gone, oh, that's just untidy? That's just untidy. Yeah. What a diplomatic way to yeah, put yeah. it. You're very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should get into politics. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, no, I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest fail. Um, I'll give you mine while you're thinking. Yeah, okay. It's FIFA and the Soccer World Cup. Yeah. Uh, just some of the rhetoric. The FIFA president standing up and saying that he's all these wonderful people and quite clearly isn't and mm. nobody being able to read that room and actually say dude you need to stop because this is not this is not what it's about um so yeah so for me that's the biggest fail um i've seen this year in media um although i'd like to comment on all the people that when i had my picture taken with a rainbow car on linkedin that decided they were going to sprout some hate at me um thanks very much for oh, all of your honestly. wonderful comments it was great though because uh since that's happened I've done probably about five or six diversity conferences as a speaker and spoken to people about that and how you actually combat some of that. So that was uh, that was a good well that was a good fail because they spoke out about it, clearly made themselves look small minded, um, and yeah, it's been it's been a good thing for me. Mm -hmm. So. I can't listening? believe that in this day and age that that's still the response from some people. Oh yeah, it actually yeah. just grinds my gears yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, biggest fail, I think. Yeah, probably the biggest fail would probably be the war in Ukraine. Oh yeah, I you can know hear it's, that, yeah. it's it's still raging. Yeah, it's hideous. Um, the atrocities that are unfolding are unbelievable, and I also think that we really dropped the ball, um, or our government really dropped the ball in not responding and and speaking out about it sooner than what they did. Um, you know, there have obviously been offers of support and dribs and drabs, but I just think that our response has been relatively weak, and we could have done so much more. Boom. Your three best purchases for 2022. Oh my gosh, Wait there's been so many. Fashion. Fashion. Tech and shoes. Okay. Um, well, we moved house earlier this year, which was really exciting. And we um, had some really old furniture that we um, donated. And we decked our house out from, from top to toe, which was really, really exciting. So all of our furniture, which I know kind of encompasses a lot of things, but it was really exciting nice. being able to go into a shop and going, oh, that couch will look great there and that dining table. Nice. Um, I think I, 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 got my, I got a new phone. 
which oh. um, has really changed the game. With that's not you a know. phone. That's almost like a mobile satellite, the size of that thing. I know. I love a I love a big phone. Go on. Um, it's almost like an iPad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know this sounds really, really lame, but it, this has changed my kitchen and cooking game. So I <laughs> yeah. went into Kmart one day, and um, I'd seen one of my friend's parents using this at a batch a couple of years ago, and I was like, wow, that just really changes the onion dicing game, the garlic dicing game, just any kind of dicing game. So it's this little um, container that's got blades in it and a little pulley string. Yeah, yeah, and you one. put um, chunks of vegetables in it and you pull the string out and two pulls and the whole thing is diced. It cost me eight ninety nine, and my God, it has changed the game. I'm not going to say anything about simple things, simple wines. <laughs> I'm just going to let it go there. That's all good. Oh, Wait till you buy one and yeah, change your life. I've got one. Have you? I've got one, yeah, Aren't yeah. Aren't they great? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it gets frequent use, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's more sort of with my... Uh, Son, we basically have a look at it and see how it works, and maybe throw a piece of lettuce in there every now and then, and where he goes, and off he goes to feed some snails it's just in the so garden. Good, and you're not crying because you're not dicing the onions yourself. I don't cry anyway. Not when I cut no, onions. Tears before dinner time. No, I can yeah. And I've always been amazed. I'm just going to throw it out there with those people that go to those hypnosis shows and eat a raw onion like it's something special. I've been able to do that ever really? since. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Next time we do a recording, you need to bring an onion. Yeah, yeah, it's so all I need good. To witness this live. Yeah, no, that's easy. I can do that for you. No problems. Uh, <laughs> For me, uh, let's think fashion. I'm going to throw this out there. It was a great, great thing to be able to buy a Moana Pacifica rugby jersey. Um, having and been involved with Pacifica communities, I know what a great thing it is that Moana Pacifica are here. I'm proudly a member of Moana Pacifica. So it was a great moment to be actually be able to buy a jersey of a team that's a new super rugby team and uh, knowing some people at that uh, sort of franchise how it's bigger than rugby for that community, uh, for, for all people. Um, tech, oh, it's got to be my Apple Watch. Love it to absolute bits. Uh, what's I can the, see it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best news story of 2022 was what? Do you mean best news story as in positive or just most significant? You call it. You're the journalist. I'm going to go with most significant news story because yep. a lot of news stories, unfortunately, are not in a positive light, no, but they are no. significant moments in history. Yep. So I think the most significant news story of 2022 would have to be the Queen's passing. Yep. That was a historical moment, um, historical coverage. Um, it was a moment that sort of brought so many nations together in mourning, and it was amazing to see the show of people, uh, not only in the UK, but in New Zealand, just across the entire world. It was, mm -hmm. it, yeah. And I mean, that coverage lasted for, for weeks. And it was just amazing. I did a, you know, three-hour special the day afterwards, and I'd actually been down in Christchurch, um, seeing something. I wasn't at work the day that it happened, so I came back the next day and did this three-hour broadcast. And just having people call in and share their moments and their memories. I've covered three royal tours so far. Unfortunately, not one with the Queen. It was Camilla and Charles, um, Wills and Kate, and Meghan and Harry. Not the Queen herself, but um, just to, to to hear people's first-hand experiences and encounters and you know, words exchanged with her, I think was um, a really special moment, a moment in history. You know, you get Mel Chan Davies and she's shaking the Queen's hand and she said, I can, all I can remember is how soft her glove was and how lovely she smelled. Oh, there you go. interesting. Yeah, yeah uh, for me, exactly the same story. Yeah. Um, okay, the best podcast you've listened to, not this one or your own, uh, before we get started, because that's a no-brainer, yeah. um, that you've listened to this year and gone, wow, that's just 
Awesome. I'm giving my work hubby a shout out. <laughs> of course you are, yeah. Uh, Mr. Lovely Lloyd Burr, yeah. Lloyd Burr Live. Yeah. Um, love that man. And he did a great podcast called The Wilderness, which was basically a limited series. I think it was six episodes. And it was um, documenting and discussing Labour's change in leadership between Helen Clark all the way up to Jacinda Ardern. And it was just really great. He interviewed a whole bunch of politicians. I think there were some that he couldn't actually get on, you know, former Labour leaders. I don't think he was able to get um, David Cunliffe on, but he had great commentary, um, really amazing insights into the political world and um, what it was like been in that party with you know the revolving door of, mm -hmm. of leaders so um i thought it was really well put together and i'm really proud of him for me it is one called stealing superman and it's going on about the art theft of the superman number one comic and the detective comics uh first issue with the batman in it stolen from nicholas cage's house wow in the 90s and how they sort of mounted a case and were trying to find out about it it's all super shady. There's lots of stuff going on in the background that you don't know about. Uh, give it a listen because it's just completely random. Love shady. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it just goes to show you how crazy the life of the upper echelon sort of mm. uh, A-listers, I suppose, mm. is. Anyway, um, what's been the worst news story of 2022, do you think? The war in Ukraine. Yep. Agreed. 100%. Yep. And it it's just the story that keeps going yeah yeah and every day something more hideous than the last yep. comes out and i'm really proud of our team you know tova went over there and interviewed Zelensky. she's the only new zealand media to sit down with the ukrainian president and mm -hmm. she did an amazing job and for a small little station that just started in march it's that that's a moment it's um yeah yeah definitely the worst worst news story uh one thing that we weren't sorry to say goodbye to in 2022 lockdown yeah, 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 yeah. i mean i know that COVID is still, still here, here. Yep. um but the lockdown system the traffic light framework we're learning to now live in a day and age where it exists and we're learning to manage it without disrupting our daily um but yeah definitely not sorry to say yep. goodbye to lockdowns uh for me, exactly the same. One thing we were sad to say goodbye to. All the time that we've missed out on because <laughs> yeah, of lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think I saw something, um, like there was a meme or something the other day, and it was something about, like, when you realise that it's almost three years or four years since 2019, but 2019 really only feels like yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's th those years that in that time. And I mean, I know that no matter how old you are, it still feels like a significant chunk of your life, but I'm just gutted that this happened in my early thirties. There you go. Yep. You know? It's all good. Um, if you could ask Santa for one thing this year for the world, what would it be? <sighs> There's a lot of issues that I could wish yeah, to yeah. end. Yep. Um, I'm kind of torn between an end to the war and an end to climate change. Yep, uh, that's a tick on both for me. Yeah. So if you take one, I'll take the other one. We'll All get, right, we'll cool. Solve, we're, we're, so, we've solved it. Yeah. Uh, what's been your biggest fangirl moment of 2022? Biggest fangirl moment? Gosh. What What would be my biggest? You, you go first. I'm just going to let this. Let I've got to say it was meeting um, Ant Middleton earlier on this year when he was here oh, yeah. uh, purely because I thought oh this would be very very interesting um, he had uh, he was meeting somebody who had some different needs who was having a moment of difficulty and I was just amazed at his humility and the fact that he 
one not only help this gentleman maintain his dignity with a whole bunch of people sort of watching, but then made light heart of it so that person felt good about themselves as well. Mm. Uh, to me, that's the mark of a fairly good human being. Somebody, he could have quite easily got somebody else to do it, but he didn't, he did it himself. Um, and everybody was just, that was standing in that line was just like, well, that's mm. a pretty mm. humble, humble guy. Mm. I think if I can kind of flip the, the definition of fangirl, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I think I have to say to, to all the people who were so willing to, to open up to me for the core and across um, radio, now I've spoken to a number of, of nurses and GPs who've been struck by the healthcare crisis who were brave enough to share their story, even though there was a risk to, to their job and their title, you know, mm -hmm. people who were um, victims um, who I spoke to for my episode on street safety, you know, um, JJ Fina's Feeney's brother, um, Paul Anderson, who was um, caught, caught in crossfire on Fort Street in Auckland and he was shot and almost lost his life. And he, um, moment by moment, described to me the agonizing details of what happened to him and how lucky he is to be alive. And for that, that is a massive privilege to have someone to trust you with their story and with their experience. So I think I have to spread that across all of the amazing people who I've been able to interview this year. Boom, there you go. Uh, what's been your biggest guilty pleasure in 2022? <laughs> Spam watching Love Island. <laughs> oh, God. That hasn't changed since last year. Did Shrimpton? I say that yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah, it was yeah, like, oh, every, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, sort of watching Love Island. Yeah, yeah. I love, I just love it. It's just, it's mind-numbing, but I spend day in, day out covering serious topics, and sometimes you just need something where you can just go blah. Yep, I get it. And yep. watch it. I do. Uh, for me. <laughs> Tragically, it's still uh, the NHL ice hockey from uh, Canada. Um, yeah, so look, that is what mm. it is. Uh, resolutions. I know that sometimes you don't do them. Last year, yours was to smash the new job at Today FM. Mm. We'll give that a 9.5 out of 10 because nothing's the perfect There's 10. always room for improvement. Exactly, yeah. 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 So 9.7 yeah. then. Uh, what is it for this year coming up? Um, because we've now sort of decided to slightly change the way that we're doing the core and it's into to documentaries, video documentaries now, I think um, it's to really try and make an impact with those and, and, and spark change and give people a voice when they haven't been able to do that before. Um, I want to just keep smashing these out and, and shaking things up and making headways with, with issues or, you know, people who have been trying to get attention or, I just think that that's that's probably it for me. Um, yeah, resolutions are hard. Yeah, um, just so people have got some idea, because I know that people look at stuff and go, oh, it's only like 25 minutes. That didn't, mm, okay. Mm. How long does it take you to make one of those core video podcasts from research to final production? Oh, my goodness. Um, months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if, if I was dedicating 100% of my time to it and it was all condensed to, you know, day by day or yep. consecutively, it would probably be four or five weeks. But because I'm still juggling doing drive, I'm juggling filling in hosting, it takes a, a, bit, a bit longer. But the, it, there's research, then there's finding people, then there's not only finding them, but convincing them to go on camera, mm -hmm. which can be a really scary prospect. Mm -hmm. Then it's actually going to do those interviews. A lot of them that aren't in Auckland, they're out, so you've got to fly out, out of Auckland. Then it's scripting, and these are 30 to 45 minute documentaries. It took me, I've just finished scripting the latest one. It took me a week last week to script go. the last one. Then there's the editing process. Then you've got to cut trailers together. It's a beast, yep. but it's so worth it. That's all good. In the end.
Uh, what's the one thing that you're looking forward to the most in 2023? I think just having the first year post-COVID where there isn't the threat of lingering lockdowns over us. Yeah. And I know you can't say it's never going to happen again because we don't have a crystal ball, but it's the first year that we're going into where we're not looking at the daily case numbers going, oh my goodness, we're going to get a red light announcement, yeah. an orange light announcement. It's the first year that I think feels the most normal. Yeah, I... I fully agree with that. Um, what's the one thing that you're not looking forward to the most about 2023? Mine's the election. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, see, I live for that stuff. Yeah, I know you do, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I will watch it and everything else, but I will get to the stage where I'm just like, okay, it's all getting a bit white noisy now, and it's just yeah. blah, 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 and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like, okay, cool, no worries. So mine, yeah, mine would be the election. Mm. Um, yeah, what's yours, do you think? I'm feeling pretty positive about next year. There you go. To be okay. honest. That's all good. That's um, a good thing. I guess the, the thing I'm most not looking forward to is is perhaps still uncertainty around potential COVID variants and all that type of stuff. You know, we're having this second wave at the moment of yep. people getting secondary infections. But I don't know. I just, you can't really look into a crystal ball. and. Nope. That's all right. At the moment, yeah. 100% true. What's one thing you want to do more of in 2023? For me, it's always exercise, which is great when you've got an aging body. <laughs> uh, yeah, things get a little bit tougher, but that's all good. Uh, yeah. What about you? Things I want to do more of. I'd love to travel more. Yep. Well, Definitely, because it's been a long, been a long time. Yeah. So yep. I'd like to, if I could, try and sneak two trips in there, but it obviously is all yeah. down to, to annual leave and, and whether we're savings. And, yeah, yeah, and yep, yep. Travel would be incredible, yep. though. I feel like I've been FOMOing like everybody else. All right. Album of the year, in your opinion. Do you know what? I actually don't listen to albums, and it was funny. I was talking to Lloyd about this the other day, because have you seen the thing that Spotify's yeah, doing yeah. at the moment? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's Spotify, but it's connected to Spotify, yeah. where it's sort of, it would go Constable B Fest, yeah. and it basically gives you the lineup yeah. of all the things you've been listening to. Yeah. And the thing that I do is I, I'm a big Georgia FM listener. Obviously, second favourite yeah, station yeah, yeah, after yeah, today yeah. FM, yeah, course, my yeah. Georgia FM colleague. Yeah, 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 and I just yeah. drive along and they put on electronic house bangers and I'm like, man, this song sounds good, so I'll Shazam it and then just add it to my playlist. Um, so I, I think album, if I go for artists, in terms of the artists that I probably listen to the most songs of, it's probably at the moment Becky Hill and Rufus DeSoul, who actually just played at Spark Arena last Friday. Again, I couldn't go because I had stitches in the back of my leg and um, that's not conducive to raving. But um, <laughs> yeah, Rufus to Soul and Becky Hill. There you go. Awesome. Uh, for me, too many to mention. Like, yeah, I am an Apple Music man through and through, so I just Apple do that Apple Music, thing. controversial. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Spotify. No. <gasps> You're no. like my good friend Aziz El Safin. Yeah, he there you go. Apple, he does, sorry, he doesn't have Spotify. He only has Apple Music. Good work, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm a big Apple Music fan, so I will do pretty much exactly what you do, listen to a song and go for it. But that kind of makes me sad because I used to work in the music industry before I joined the police. Yeah, I used to manage a retail store. Uh, and I kind of think- it was think... real groovy? No, it was not. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> although I love going to real groovy. Uh, but one of the things that makes me sad is musicians work so hard on making an album, not a single. Mm. And I think just lots of times we're only getting sort of five minutes of flash. And sometimes there's lots of songs in there that maybe you don't like the first time, but then you listen to them three or four times and mm. they're sort of, changes but anyway there you go uh 
the show or the concert of the year if you went to any? You know, I, only, I think I only went to one at the beginning of this year. It was Plain Sailing Festival and Shapeshifter played, which took me back to being 20 at New Year's. Um, and then you know what I would have said to you? I would have said to you, had I not had the, and I know I've said it, had I not had these stitches in the back of my lip, I would have said Groove Amada. That go. was literally just on Saturday. Nice. I had to sell my ticket. I was devastated because I love Super Stylin'. Um, but I lived vicariously through all my friends who still went and they said it was fab. Yeah, check out the Instagram <laughs> pictures, Wills. They're awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, it's got to be, and at the tragic uh, sort of risk of sounding like somebody likes Africa by Toto, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Midnight Oil, when they came over, their last bunch of concerts, um, they were amazing and clearly a band who had decided to pull the pin at exactly the right time. They finished um, touring now, um, but they were still amazing. And when you look at Peter Garrett and think that he used to be a senator in the Australian Parliament and he can still get up on stage and do what he did, he's pretty amazing. Love that. Uh, that and Hannah Gadsby, the Australian comedian slash commentator, who you might have seen on the net, the special on Netflix. You haven't seen the net? No. You need to watch it. Very yeah. confronting. Uh, awesome. And, yeah, great to see that she can still tell some of the most outrageous stories with the typical Australian quirkinism. It's just be yeah, brilliant. Uh, what's one thing you want to do less of in 2023? I know I said I'm getting all my confidence back, but I still have moments of self-doubt. So I want to stop, stop doubting myself in those yeah. moments of weakness. Yeah, because when we did our podcast, you said that you suffer from anxiety sometimes. And yes. I mentioned to you about Sean Hayes yeah. from Will & Grace um, being terrified. Yeah, so I mean, that's always going to be an ongoing battle. But mm. hey, the dance-offs with Lloyd Bird will probably solve that. <laughs> uh, yeah, to be honest. Uh, who's the one podcast guest you'd like to interview if you had the chance? Anybody from around the world, and I just sort of went, you know what, boom, you've got them for a half an hour sit-down video mm. call session. Who would you choose? Oh, that's really tough. There's quite a few people, isn't yeah. there? Yep. It's a lot of people. Cool to interview Oprah Winfrey, wouldn't it? She spends her whole life interviewing others. Can you see that raised eyebrow? Yeah. yeah. I gotta say, I find like I've heard some people went to her show and found it really life changing. Yeah. And others said it was very much bubblegum philosophy, sort of. Sure. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm of the opinion whatever gets you through, whatever interests you, I think is a good thing. Yeah. For some people, it's Oprah Winfrey. For me, it's Aunt Middleton. For others, it's. Yeah. David Goggins or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I do think she'd be interesting though, because yeah. from a business sense, she's clearly smashed it. I think for me, yeah, it would be for selfish reasons in the sense that she's done amazingly in her career. She's kind of had a career trajectory that, you know, would be amazing to follow. Mm -hmm. She's a broadcaster, she's an interviewer, she's a businesswoman. I think it would be more a selfishly picking her brain for advice yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. I've got this little podcast. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's been the biggest discovery of 2022 for you? The biggest discovery that I'm more capable than I gave myself credit for. Oh, yeah. I'd, um, I'd, I'd agree with that as well. Yeah. You are. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I like, yeah, it's been interesting on the outside watching you flourish it today oh thank you uh not just sort of up from the waist reading yeah. if you know what i mean yeah so yeah and there's there's moments and i know everyone has this there's the the, the imposter syndrome is so real yeah and you know I'm, i've gone into this role now where my opinion matters 
and I'm writing editorials about issues that I thought that I would never ever be qualified to, to write about and I sit there writing these going <clears throat> what yeah 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 and then sometimes I'll, I'll write them and go you know what that's a good editorial yeah, well yeah, done yeah. Wells yeah you know? exactly and and yeah it's like anything to do with an opinion piece if you don't agree with it then don't agree with it and move on. Exactly. And it's been amazing to be able to have the platform to have an opinion because, yep. you know, normally when you're reading news or whatever, you don't really have the opportunity to share that and you're meant to be impartial and unbiased. And, um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot more depth to the skills that I've accumulated over the years and it's been awesome to finally be able to show what I'm made of. Boom. Uh, what's the biggest issue facing New Zealand in 2023? Apart cost from the election, cost, yeah. cost, cost of living crisis. Yeah, yeah. Um, the squeezed middle. Everything is so expensive. Petrol prices, food prices. You know, I'm interviewing people who weren't struggling two years ago, and now they're barely just getting by, and it's mm -hmm. only going to get worse. You know, the OCRs tip to peak at five percent now. Interest rates could be upwards of seven point five percent. There are people who are about to refix their mortgages. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. Uh. I would definitely agree with you there. We're now at the stage where people are going supermarket shopping and you used to get it on the odd occasion, but now it's quite a common thing of they're buying their groceries and when they buy their groceries, they actually will stop and say to people, can you put that aside? Cause I can't afford to buy that. Um, so if you are in line and you do have lots of money, do the nice thing and actually see if you want to pay for that person's groceries. Just saying. Uh, the biggest issue facing the world in 2023? Also, economic crisis, <laughs> yeah. but because I want to give something different as well, I think climate change. Yep. Um, it's a very real threat. We just had COP27. It's, you know, there's a lot going on and I think it is falling by the wayside because of all the discussion around the economy and COVID. <clears throat> and we need to bring it back to the fore. I mean, we've got to think about the time when we had the Australian bushfires, like all the, the Pakistani floods. Yep. There are these weather events that are on you know biblical proportions that we never had several years ago and it's it, again it's it's only going to get worse yep. if we don't do something about it now for future gener future generations not wrong at all uh for me it's got to be that or uh the continuing war in the ukraine and i guess with the winter coming those people getting cold um and there will be deaths yeah. um just yeah tragic um what's been the best social media watch in 2022 you mean like accounts yeah account or something that you've just discovered um and you've gone well that's pretty amazing or hey that's um out of the box nothing's really striking in terms of like a single account or anything i can't think of, i just love just trolling through memes not trolling i'm <laughs> yeah. not a troll yeah, yeah. but scroll scrolling scrolling yep yeah scrolling yep. try i've just combined the word yeah, scrolling, scrolling and scrolling trolling. Yeah, trolling, scrolling scrolling yeah through memes i just love a good cat meme yep. my husband and i like if you look at our, our chat history it's literally just either photos of our cat or cat memes they get rolls of really rose. She really does. Yeah, she's, she's an out the gate queen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sassy, sassy ass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And then there's the owner. Uh, and then yeah. <laughs> Mike always jokes to me. He's like, just like her mum. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, like. Uh, and for me, I think it's got to be um, the account that I like have enjoyed watching the most is um, been again Moana Pacifica's uh, account, just purely because of it's a it's really nice to see a professional sports account where grown men are singing mm. 
growing grown men are crying because they've been given a position or they realize the importance or the honor of of the team um, so that's been a really humbling thing i know and don't get me wrong we will always support the all blacks because that's just who we are and what we are but when was the last time you saw an all black cry because they'd been given an all black jersey mm. um and there's yeah, a great story of a young lad called miracle from samoa uh, who's just been picked for the moana pacifica uh, team um it's his first contract ever pretty much and the best thing about that was just to show you how cool moana pacifica's instagram was i basically said welcome to the family incredible story blah 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 and his mum replied to me she said he's so lucky to have so many wonderful friends mm. from samoa which mm. is pretty cool yeah so awesome. and on that happy night uh wishing you all a merry christmas we will see you in 2023 ah, i know so that's kind of scary yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but it will be there uh so yeah so have a merry christmas um i'm sure Wilhelmina will and you can go back and listen to the other podcasts enjoy her just to prove to you Wilhelmina, i do my research enjoy her bagels on christmas morning uh, no doubt she will not get a chess set this year round, <laughs> uh, but I'm sure she'll spend some lovely time with her mother. So thank you again for being our guest. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. A pleasure. Uh, and to all, uh, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas to you all and stay safe. Thanks for listening. But please do Constable Brian and I a favour and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next Cappuccino podcast. Real people, real stories.